Okay, so we uh, discussed last time the unbelievable analogy of the labyrinth and the tremendous need for the Hajba Nefesh being that we are we are lost in the labyrinth by definition that's life life here is very complicated we're surrounded by tremendous complexity and the only hope that we have to escape the labyrinth well, let's see we have a we have a uh, a person with a number of higher degrees here with us um Mordechai, how did uh, how did Theseus escape the labyrinth? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yosef, you wanna you wanna fill him in? Yosef, are you there? Hmo. Yes. I don't even know how to get my mic to work, so don't ask me about Theseus. I'm still there you are. Yosef, how did Theseus escape the labyrinth? Have a string? He had a ball he had a ball of yarn, exactly. Yeah. Right? Which means the only way to escape a labyrinth is to not repeat your mistakes, right? The, the way that the labyrinth entraps you is that you just keep wandering and wandering and wandering. It's not that big at the end of the day, right? I mean, it's pretty big, but it's not that big. You can get... But the point is, you just keep going through the same corridors, the same hallways, the same, the, the same, you know, narrow pathways over and over and over, and lost, just repeating the same mistakes over and over and over. And that, unfortunately, is a situation for many people, right? People in this life, in this world, are in a labyrinth, and they keep making the same mistakes, and they keep burning themselves the same way, over and over and over and over. And they try this, but then this thing starts failing, and then they try this, but this, this thing starts failing, and they they don't ever keep good records, and make a proper cheshman nefesh of where I've been, where I'm going. They don't have that yarn of thread, that, that ball of or the ball of thread, the ball of yarn, to to make sure that I'm always going into into a better direction, to more positive direction, to be able to get out of the labyrinth and to the gazebo. That's what we spoke about last time. Um, feel free to listen to the recording to get that. Um, so the, the plan was that we're going to finish up the parak and then, per, by popular demand. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back and we're gonna discuss uh, before before we we finish up this parak and start the next one. Um, meaning meaning the, the parak base is in general what is the heroes. Parak gimel is the details, the subcategories of the heroes, which we are hearing now as one of the most important ones is the. Hashban Hanafish, and then he's going to get into Kenyas as a heroes. So, before we start on the Kenyas as a heroes, there was a request that we go back and discuss a little bit the Kenya, uh, the, the the process of of Hashban Hanafish. So let's just first finish up the parak. We're in the last paragraph in my printing. Everyone has a different printing. Klalo Sheldover, the summary of the whole thing of the 
understanding what is Zahirus. Tzarech HaOdom, Lihyos Mizbonein Besichlo Tomet. Person has to be contemplating always. Remember, we spoke about before the fact that there's a need for a Tmidus, for, for, for uh, being in a constant state of awareness, not going through most of our days as a zombie and afterwards kicking ourselves for it, but throughout the day trying to stay connected to the concept of what? We're about to see in a second. So, always, that's number one. Bechozman, that, that means always, that means in every time. As well as one, that means while you're working, and that means while you're driving the, you know, the family somewhere, that means while you're vacuuming, whatever that means. Right? And, and then besides that, Ubizman Kavuolo Lehis Bodeid, sorry, Lehis Bodudo. And then besides that, which is an ongoing constant state of awareness and, and care, am I currently going, striving towards my goal, the goal of my life that I've determined in Perak Aleph? That's, that's the general thing. But then besides that, one has to set himself times to establish himself in a state of loneliness. Right? That's what Badad means. Badad means... means single, like the holy garments of the Kohanim that we're learning about, the, they were made out of, out of bad, bad means linen, linen strings are single strings, they, they, they are fibers, they're not intertwined like is the hair of wool, right, so this is a situation where we have to close ourselves off from the outside world and turn in and study ourselves carefully, right? So those, uh, what are we doing with this? So the general all the time and the specific times, which the Ramchal pushed us very strongly, they should have take place every day. We brought a a tzitka satzadik who explained why it would be important to do it every day, right? So what are what are we thinking about during this time? Mahu haderech hamiti. What is the true path? Lefichok hatora, according to the law of the Torah, according to the chiseled out pathway of the Torah. Sheha Adam Sarich Lelebo. What is this path that I need? So I want you to notice something. It's unbelievable, unbelievable how wrong we get it. And in fact, I think, uh, I'm very glad that Paul is joining us because Paul was the one that made that very honest, strong comment about a month ago when we just started speaking about the Cheshba Nefesh. And we said, no guys, ready? Are we going to do it? We're going to make a Cheshba Nefesh every day? And Paul honestly said, you know, I'm scared. Remember that? I'm scared. Why am I scared? Paul, chime in. Why, Why are you scared? Go ahead. I don't know. take the... Um, well, it's scary to think that, you know, you always make mistakes, and then how, how do you fix it? Like, you know, if you know you're doing the right way going forward, and you don't know, that's the problem. It's always scary. So making mistakes, right? It's scary. Uh, owning up to your mistakes, looking at your problems... 
you know, looking in that mirror, right? What's that um, famous book? Okay, Mordechai, this one you're going to help me. Come on. Uh, the, with, the, with the painting, the man that didn't age, but he had a painting up in his attic. Oh. Um, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> so? I think it was... Um, oh. oh, man. You guys are a bunch of fruities. You're like, uh, Mordechai, do you do anything but learn the Dafyomi all day? Uh, you mentioned his Bodidus. That reminded me of Likutima Haran. Is that in the running? I think not, unfortunately. No. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, no. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So no one wants to. Again, what's this, what's the first na- first word? You mean his first name? Yeah. Dorian. Dorian. Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. Right. So no one wants to face up to see that painting up in the attic, and uh, that's a very unpleasant process. So guess what? I have good news for you. Tromchal has a much more general view of the Cheshbon Nefesh. The view is not about specifically, you know, looking, did I do any negative things? Did I do any Averis? That's not, remember, that's one part of the Cheshbon Nefesh. You also say, what's, what, the, what are the two parts of the Cheshbon Nefesh and the second part actually has two subcomponents? Come on, buddy. Show them, show them that you've been reviewing. The, I thought we just said the path and the, the specific actions. Perfect. And on the path, number one, we said that potentially, yes, potentially do have some affairs that you've done. So you have to do chuva on those, absolutely. But then besides that, now we're going to study your mitzvahs. Remember that? The mitzvahs. And in the mitzvahs, we want to see, can I optimize the mitzvahs? Can I improve the mitzvahs in any way? Remember that? First of all, inside my mitzvahs, there may be some negative aspects. And even if the mitzvahs are all positive, but maybe there's some things that could be made more positive, that could be optimized, that could be improved. Right? So, the point is that the heroes of the Ramchal is not just, uh, you know, let me sit down and, and, and bash myself, let me go through the day, and note all the things that are wrong. It's a, it's a studying of the entire pathway of my of, of my day of my life. You know, uh, looking at the path, reflecting at the path, and saying, okay, it's it's a good it's a good path. I, here's what I did good. Here's some areas that I that I that I that I want to improve on. So the point is, the heroes is not. You know, people tend to think the heroes is we're learning about stay away. Be careful! Don't you dare! Right? Stay away! Hold that! You know, handcuff yourself! Right? And then Zrizus. Oh, that's the one I like. That's the one about go and do and so. To a certain extent, very, very, very generally, maybe there's some there's a, there's a general overtone like that because the heroes is 
more from the from the side of of correction, etc., and, and Zrizus is going to be from the side of of uh, of energizing. But Zehirus encompasses everything because look at what he's telling you. This is the entire pathway of your life, right? As uh, Zehirus uh, is inspired by the negative commandments, for Zerizus is inspired by the. Positive but that's but what he's saying here is that Zehirus is inspired by the positive commandments as well. That's what I that's what I just that's what I was just telling Joe. Right? Is that there are two parts. To Zahirus. Zahirus is analyzing how am I doing on the negative commandments, but it's also analyzing how am I doing in the positive commandments. And are, is there a way that I can improve my positive commandments? Are there parts of them that either parts of them that are not, even the, 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 the general positive commandment itself was good, but there was this one part that needs to be changed, that needs to be taken out, or even if the whole thing was good, but there are certain parts of it that could be they can be enhanced. They can be. They can be revved up. That might have to be done through Zehirus, through through Zrizus. That might be done through Zrizus. It might be done through some other areas. It might be done through Kedusha. I need to improve the Kedusha in this area. Meaning Zehirus is an overall. It's a taking stock of the whole thing. Meaning the first parak of which we said was the Torah, right? In in the Sulm of Rabbi Pinchas Ben was. Torah maybe the days of Hirus, the Hirus maybe the days of Jesus. So Torah was my Ashkafas. Ashkafas are from Yid. What, what's my Ashkafa? Is my Ashkafa that, listen, Hashem made this world and He gave me mitzvah so I can live a more Gishmaka life here? Is that the Ashkafa? Or is the Ashkafa is that while I'm here, every moment, every day is an opportunity to get closer to Hashem. And I, and I need to take every single opportunity because that's what I'm in this world for. That's the first part. Now Zihirus is, okay, now let me put out my senses. Let me be very cognizant. Let me be very aware of everything that I'm doing to see is my general life path in line with those Ashkafas. This is going to carry us through all the way to the end of the Sefer. Meaning when you're going to be working on, uh, you know, Tchiyas Amesi Mordechai, right? Pretty soon you're going to be working on Tchiyas Amesi already. If you keep on learning those Likuti Maran. Yeah? So, but when you're going to do that, you have to be continuing with the Zahirus. How am I doing on the Tchiyas Amesim? I, yesterday I resurrected three people. Today it was only two. What's going on? I know, I know. It's tough, right? So the point is that Zahirus is something that's staying with us the entire time. Okay? So that it's not simply a, you know... Uh, a process of um, what's the thing when you hit yourself with a, with a little whip with a, that Mordechai you should know. Come on, University of Chicago taught you that. Flogging, about, uh, asceticism, masochism. Yeah, yeah, fl- flogging with the 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 the. That's not that's not what. There you are. That was the word I wanted to say. It just it just sounds like it might be like a weird. I didn't want to get it wrong. It's the type of word that you don't want to get wrong. Flagellation. Yes, exactly. Good. Um, so that is uh, so that's 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 not what Zahirus is about. Zahirus is about making sure you're staying true, making sure that's what Zahirus is. Zahirus is making sure that you're staying true to the big vision that we developed in the first pair. Okay. So first of all, that's the first question. First question is the big picture. Am I am I am I going in the right direction? 
then Now let me analyze the, the various actions. Let me analyze my chakras. Let me, and it's, remember, it's for the good and the bad. And the good also. This was good, good. But maybe let me be mimashvish mufashvish. Remember the difference in between mimashmesh and mifashvish? Right? One is mifashvish is to search out. Maybe there are certain parts that weren't good, even though overall it's great. And then mimashmesh is feeling that maybe, maybe there's some parts that could be a little bit stronger. They could be, they could be enhanced. Like maybe I could have a little bit more energy in there. Right? Maybe the psuk in the zimmer, maybe if I. Maybe if I stood up during Pesukah Dezimra, maybe that would make it more gishmak. Okay. Ve'im heim, al ha'derech hazeh imlo. What's going on? Is it, are my actions consistent with the overall path of my life? Of being a ben of being of being a ben Torah. Ki al yedei zeh, says the Ramchal, v'adai shiye lo nokel you hear this? It's unbelievable. It's going to be easy for you. Paul, you like it when, when you can accomplish really big things in an easy way, right? Yeah, who wouldn't? Right, so there you are. So you're so you, you, you going to be, become a tzaddik. It'll be very easy for you as long as you do a daily cheshba nefesh. Litaher mikolra, to purify yourself from all evil. And to straighten your path, which those are the two. Number one, you get rid of all the evil, and number two, you you improve. There's a positive aspect. You improve the pathway. You, your path becomes straight. You get to get to arrive at the destinations faster, stronger, cheaper, better. Ukemosha hakasav omer poles. Ma'agal raglecha, weigh up the windy path of your feet. The kol derchecha yikonu, and all your pathways he will prepare. Right. So again, work on your pathway. Work on your way up. If you do a cheshbonav, if you weigh up the pathway that you're taking. Your pathways need to be prepared for you. Right? You weigh it up, and uh, and then all of a sudden he says it's going to be easy. It's going to become easy because there's no expectation for big change, right? You're not going to get out of labyrinth anytime soon. Let's just get that. Out. Let's just put that down as a fact right here, right now. Right? You're not getting out of labyrinth anytime soon. It's a big labyrinth. You have a very large ball of yarn. And for a while, it's going to look like you're wandering around just like everybody else. Remember we spoke about that last time? Right? But little by little, you're keeping track. You're watching things. You're, you're augmenting. You're improving. A little here, a little there. What works for me better? What's, what's, which davening did I enjoy more? Which one did I, did I feel I connected to more? Uh, what, what about with the learning? You know, here, here I sweated. It was good. You know? I, I think I need to work on this part. What, what about if big changes were forced on us? Like, for instance, we're in isolation right now. Yeah. It's a huge change. Right. So, okay, listen. Hashem makes big changes all the time. I, I'm talking about the internal changes. People externally are very, very different now. 
how many people have gone through tremendous internal changes? Yeah, you know, I had a, I had a I had a person. He told me he that he was asked by someone else that it's very hard for him being without structure right now. Maybe he maybe we should organize minyanim via Zoom. Now it would be without Kaddish, of course, and Kedusha and all that stuff. But just so people should have a structure. You know what time diving is starting. You, know, you guys all kind of start together. Whether practically it would work or not is irrelevant. I told him like this. I said, listen, Hashem put you into an unbelievable situation here. He's forcing us to go inside of ourselves and work on ourselves. He's forcing us into his bodhidus. Which the Ramkhala just told us what it's important to do. And usually people are too busy to do such a thing. So, take the opportunity. It's going to be hard. Of course it's going to be hard. Hard, hard for all of us to, to turn inside and work on the most important thing in life. I told you guys in the beginning, right, that, that in, the, in the Seder Bikuach, in the version 1.0 of the Mesut Sharm, he says the hardest thing in life is to is, is to actually improve yourself. Is to actually change yourself is, uh, on the, on the, on an internal level. Everything else, as far as uh, anything else that, that doesn't have to do with your relationship with Hashem, with working on the pnimius, on the internality, the yira, the ahava, the tahara salev, the tikkun amidos. Everything else is easy because the Sahara doesn't mind so much. And Paul. He'll even let you finish the Dafyomi, you and uh, Mordechai together, right? But uh, that's not, uh, it's a good thing if it, if it changes you, right? But if it's, uh, if it's just, uh, th- that's the, the changes where the Yetzirah is going to put up the fight. Um, yeah, Ve'omer, Nech let us search out our ways, Ve'nachkora, and we will search out and we will come back to Hashem. Okay, so that is Paragimel. Again, we had a, a brief request last time. I told you we wait until we finish the parak to just review again to discuss the concept of Hashbah and Nefesh. And I think we kind of more or less touched on that today. The Cheshba Nefesh is an overall assessment, whatever I'm working on. And again, so that means it's not about, well, here all the various I did. It's whatever I'm working on, whether it be Zihirus, uh, Zrizus, or whether it be Nikius, whether it be Kedusha, whether it be Tahara, right? Whatever it may be. Studying myself, studying my pathway, analyzing, looking in the mirror, asking myself, how am I doing? And that question, how am I doing, breaks down into a very general question. You know, generally speaking, am I going in the right direction? Am I am I am I focused? Am I going where I want to go? Then, as far as the details go, is of course noticing if I actually messed up, if I have any actions that contradicted my pathway. Is, uh, that's one. Then and then studying the positive actions that I did, seeing are there sub parts of them that are negative, and if not, are there sub parts of them that are suboptimal, that are not as strong as they ought to be, as as robust. Uh, is there anything I can do to improve? 
Obviously, the best time to do the Cheshbon Nefesh is in the morning. Because, like we said from the Tzitkos HaTzadik, is the morning is the time where we have to kind of regain our footing and get ourselves into the right spiritual flow. We have to get back into the zone, right? That uh, once you get in the zone, the whole day goes differently. So uh, that's the best time to do it. I'm trying to see if we can get a kutsa of people that are willing to dedicate 10 minutes a day towards the Cheshba Nefesh, 5 minutes a day of Divri Chizuk, of the importance of Cheshba Nefesh, 10 minutes a day of Cheshba Nefesh itself, just for this period, until until Pesach, two weeks. Um, what do you guys think about that idea? Five minutes a day of chizuk, ten minutes a day of the actual cheshbon nefesh, but it's got to be in the morning, meaning after, after the after the hour of learning and the hour of davening. So we're doing this together or by ourselves? Say again. We're doing this together or by ourselves. So I would do I would do ten minutes of just a quick chazara, uh, sorry five minutes of a quick chazara of the of the prokim over here uh, on the heroes that we're doing. And then 10 minutes of his bodhudus, they'll be by ourselves. Mm. That's a good idea. Sure. I have no problem with that. Well, you got to be more committed than that. Not having a problem is not enough to, to stick through it. You know what I mean? It has to, be a, has to be a resounding yes if you can do it for the next two weeks. I will do it. Yes. Bli neder. Okay, so so I'm 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 proposing that we do it at eight o'clock. Now, whoever cannot join will receive a quick little Zoom video um, of the of the short review that we did of the heroes of that day, and then you will try to do your own Cheshbon Nefesh as soon as you can after that. I'll do it. Okay, so we have Noah, we have Paul, we have Mordechai, we have Yosef. So the only last person that needs to buy in is is Alex. Eight a.m. What 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 exactly do I have to do? It's, it's uh, just first thing in the morning. Whatever that means for you. If it's eight a.m., it could be live. Otherwise, it won't be live. We'll receive a five-minute recording of me doing a Chazara of what we've already learned over here in the Hirus and a little bit of Jivri Chizik about working on analyzing our path and then spending ten minutes of introspection of analyzing the day before. Are you being consistent with your life's path and and uh, the various different actions that you do? Ten minutes to charge the whole day. You're in? Okay. For the next two weeks. Okay, awesome. I'm going to send out an email to, to the whole list, but at least us that we're working at Mesil Zisharm on a regular basis. So if we're doing it, then uh, that's already, it's already Kedai. Okay, here right. we go. Can I, before, before we go on, and yes. I don't want to belabor the, the point a little too much, that because I, I've dabbled a little bit with the whole Cheshbon thing, but not nearly on a consistent basis, and I don't feel like the right way to be able to 
maintain something consistent. So I feel like I still like be, be like beyond beginner level right now. So for this, and I, I appreciate you already breaking it down, but for the beyond beginner level that I feel like I'm at, can we go briefly step-by-step step saying, okay, it's eight o'clock. Now let me start thinking, what did I do yesterday? These were the things that I did yesterday, or should I first think what you were saying, these are the, what's the path that I'm working on? And then go from there. Great start. question, right? So, so, so first of all, I think that, you know, the, the, the best way to study a field is from, from, you know, a, a thousand feet in the air and then, and then downward, zooming in, right? So step number one is we want to, we want to remind ourselves, what's my life about? What am I trying to do over here? Peric Alf, right? I'm trying to, I'm trying to live a connected life. I'm trying to live a life of closeness to Hashem, of a Vodas Hashem, uh, etc. Right? That, that this is what it's all about. And we be attacked in this world, etc., etc. However much you have to review, it, it can get faster. You might, you might even need to just simply review the first parak of Mitzvah Sasharim. That could so be. Might, let's say, like, if if we say that, and I assume everybody should say this to a certain degree, our goal is to be connected to Hashem at all points. Every every action that we're doing, we should try to be able to channel that towards connecting to Hashem. Right. Correct. Right. Right. So That's what he says in the first part. So then we would go through certain actions. So I'm saying step then, number step number one is what I would advise. Again, this is already now you're getting a. He didn't give us enough, you know, he, the Mesut Sharm is not a hands-on practical, he gives you all the chokhmah of it, right? But if, if you want to get real, you know, nitty-gritty, the practical, I say the first thing you do is you do, as, as Noah terms it, you do a gut check, which means you ask yourself, honestly, what's life about? I, mean, I know that intellectually life is about being this Dabak to Hashem, Serving Hashem, taking every opportunity I can to elevate the physical world around me, which means, besides obviously doing mitzvahs and learning of Torah, which which are unbelievably powerful vehicles, but there's also the there's also the fact that really everything I do, if it's done l'shem shemaim and it's mutter, and I do it with that kavana, right, uh, uh, that it should help me to serve Hashem then it becomes a mitzvah. So, am I really living by that? Am I a person who yearns for that? Do I have that? Do I have that goal? Do I have that vision? That itself might be an exercise you know, to, to, check, to check yourself on that. Right? We intellectually all buy into it. How much do we buy into it emotionally? Right? Am I really holding by that? Right? If I really desperately wanted it, would I have spent three hours today you know, dealing with that stupid issue to, to save myself a hundred dollars like or would I have just you know gone the easy route and and, and and spent and spent those three hours learning Torah or whatever right so so you know maybe, maybe I'm not really a hundred percent holding by that so maybe I need to contemplate this idea and be misboning on that idea yeah or the in this uh, dialectical behavior therapy class we had last quarter, um, we did this um, professor required. He said, you, you can't ask your clients to do anything that you're not willing to do. And he required each of us to do this. Oh, I told you about this, this, uh, this activity log. Um, it's an acti- like a daily diary of, of, you know, you're committing to X, Y, Z goal. Let's say it's, you know, a certain Seder of, of 
of uh, right. Tom Latour every day, you know. Right, and, right, right, right. So yeah, no, that's that's definitely a a diary, a pinkus. That's something that that is very, very hush, very important. But here we're saying even something way, way, way before that. Because remember, your your professor just wants you to do one little thing. He just wants you to learn to be able to control yourself. Whatever. We're talking about my entire life. My entire life. So I first have to get the right vision. That's what he says, step number one. Step number two, I need to analyze my day and ask me, was I faithful to my vision? Right? So now, but the day has so many different parts. How do I break down the day? A day has so many different parts. So, um... We have, we have 613 mitzvahs. <laughs> we have a lot more than that once you take into consideration the fact that all the different mundane actions that we do can be a mitzvah if done to further facilitate me to, to serve Hashem. So, so I would say like this. There's three basic parts to a person. There's the goof, there's the emotions, and there's the mind. There's three things that the world stands on. Torah, Avodah, and Gmilus Hasadim. Torah corresponds to the mind, Avoda corresponds to the heart, and Gmilus HaSadam corresponds to the body, to the actions. Right? So, that's a very good way to break down everything, whatever you want to, because it doesn't make a difference as much how you break it down. You just want clear, fundamental categories that I can analyze the different categories and ask myself, how did I do in this category? How am I doing in Torah? And Torah might have a lot of different aspects to it. It might be Am I with Jesus? What about my Hasmada? What about my depth? How am I working hard? Am I am I reviewing? There could be a million questions you could be asking yourself on that. And a lot of these are going to become personal. I Meaning remember, you have this giant ball of yarn, right? And you're going to try all sorts of different things. Right? Let me try you know, maybe maybe this will work. Let me try that. Right? To to further empower my Torah. Now, what about my what about my avoda? Avoda is you know my, my emotional center, right? What about that? So so, so it's uh, you know, Mordechai has a book over there. It's uh, the book is Cheshbon and Nefesh. Yes, um, it says uh, for nightly review, one should prepare a small notebook of nine pages, i.e., eighteen sides. Thirteen of the sides are to be used for the thirteen character traits on the top of each page. Write down the code word for that. Particular okay, okay, page. okay. Mordechai, Mordechai, Mordechai. Uh, it, I'm sure it's a very good book. Um, some people have used it. Uh, maybe for some people, uh, again, I think the Ramchal on purpose is being vague because, like we said last week, the it's a labyrinth, and every person the solution is going to be different, right? That's what I'm trying to explain over here, right? There's no there's no cookie cutter answer. That's why the Ramchal said that what did the Moshlim tell us? What did those the rule over the HR tell us? Was that one advice that they screamed out to us? from the gazebo to us lost ones in the labyrinth, they didn't say make a make a, a, a 19 page pinkus, that's not what they said it might, be, it might be a very good idea he came up with that idea, I'm sure it's a nice idea, right, but what they said is get a ball of yarn and just never repeat your mistakes, keep, keep track write things down work on it so I think the reason why is because it is so unique Every one of us is so different. And that's exactly why it's a labyrinth. Because there is no uh, generic right answer. Every one of us is going to have to become a different type of a tzaddik. It's a different pathway to the gazebo, to the labyrinth. Okay? So, I'm, I'm just saying, generally, for yourself, 
you know, you could break it down differently, Yosef. You could break it down according to the Pasuk, right? Uh, the Pasuk listed five things. What are the five things? All the mitzvahs, the tikkun amidas, halakha bedrachov, tahar salev, the proper intent, the ahava, the yira, right? I'm trying to work on those, I'm trying to work on those five Pasuk that he brought us in the, in the Hagdama. Right? So the point is, the, just you, you, you just get a system so we can keep track of ourselves, figure out what, what is it that I want to work on, where do I feel. Remember, the Vilna Gon says that an Avera that a person finds to be the most seducing, the most tantalizing, the most, the most difficult to resist, that's the Avera that you're supposed to work on. And a, and a mitzvah that a person finds the most exciting, the most energizing, the most... Um, uh, drawn to that's the mitzvah that he's supposed to work on the most. So, uh, one thing I know I have from Regershenfeld that he that he says from Slobodka is that you want to work from your strengths. You want to take your strengths and you want to make them stronger. Now, making your strengths and making them stronger that's going to mean that if, you, if there's an area that you, that you feel you're steiging in, so focus more on that area. Whether it be you know maybe by you it's a voda. Maybe by you it's Gilus Kasadim, maybe by you it's Torah, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, uh, yeah, but, but within each of those areas, now I'll go through the process, okay, are there any areas where I flopped on that, I, and even the things that I did good, were the things that could have done better, are there subcategories that weren't so good, etc., etc., that's, uh, you know, so, so basically I'm just, I'm just giving a general, um, pathway, the pathway is number one, touching our hashkafas, that's what he said we should do, we should touch our hashkafas, touch what is life about quickly, hopefully those ideas should already be, you know, gelling together, and certainly uh, a number of times of reviewing the first parak, going through the first parak again, will be very, very beneficial to all of us, so touching my hashkafas, and then, that's the blueprint, that's the ideal, and then checking the real with the ideal, right? And the, and then the real we check from up to down, from big vision to smaller vision, getting more and more into the details, right? And uh, focusing in on the various different areas that we want to, and keeping track of it. Keeping track of it, writing it down, keeping, keeping books. Okay, that is, that is Paragimel. Um, Yosef, if you want any more information, Mordechai has this really great book. It's called Chesh Benavish. It tells you step by step exactly how to do everything. Thank you. Okay, he's even kindly showing you the charts right there. I'll take a screenshot. Thank okay. You. Very good. Here we go. Perik Dalud. Now we're going to talk about Knias Hazihirus. Hinei ma shemevi asa odom al der klal el azihirus hu limud Torah. So step number one, if you wanna, if you wanna be, if you wanna be zahir, like we said before, right? What's the step number one to to what we were just talking about? Is you touch the ideas, you touch the big vision, right? You have to connect to the fact that this life is about carrying out the rots Hashem. So the most the most direct way to do that is to actually listen to the Dvar Hashem. I was talking to someone 
we're learning, we're learning the Nesivayira of the morale, where he explains that when when, um, when Shlomo Melech says, Tchilas Chochma Yiras Hashem, the beginning of wisdom is the awe of God, that Yira and Chochma always go hand in hand. And, and and the the explanation is well, maybe there's a, so a person asked me why should they always go hand in hand? I mean, a person fine, a person needs a certain level of yirushamayim to be able to learn chokhmah, to be able to learn the the deep secrets of the Torah. But what about what about just being able to learn, you know, the daf yomi? You need yirushamayim to learn the daf yomi. Paul, you need yirushamayim to learn the daf yomi. No, I absolutely enjoy it. Yeah, so he just doesn't, no, no Yerushalayim necessary, just, just, uh, just enjoyable, okay. So yeah. the answer is no. If there's no Yerushalayim in it, it's not Chochmah. But why? Why can't, is there something you enjoy, not to be afraid of you, you actually enjoy it? Why, why, does, why do you have to have Yerushalayim to enjoy something? Okay, step number one, Yerushalayim does not mean afraid. It means awe, to be in awe. Okay, when you're listening to the word of God, there's by definition supposed to be awe. If you stood at Mount Sinai right now, and you heard the voice of Hashem, a voice that penetrates deep through your bones and keeps on going, a voice that has no boundaries and no limitations, and every time you heard that voice, your soul would fly out of your body and come back, that would be, that would be called Talmud Torah. And we know the Chazal say that the same way that we're Mechabalit, that's how we're supposed to learn it. Right? The, the same way that we receive the Torah, that's how we're supposed to learn the Torah. The learning of the Torah is a process of listening to Hashem speak to us. Yeah, but He also held the mountain over our heads too. <laughs> that, so, that, was, that was the year. That was the yeah, year. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the year is not just awe, it's also being afraid. And that if you learn that Midrash, if you learn that Midrash, midrash the, way that, uh, the way that they teach it in, in, in Cheder. Yeah. You'll talk to, you'll talk to Noah Siegel afterwards. He'll, exp- he'll, explain to you, he'll explain to you what that Midrash means, what that, what that Gemara Shabbos means. Right, Noah? Um. <laughs> Say yes. Yes. That doesn't. That wasn't the mountain actually held over their heads. Very good. Okay. So Paul, you'll, you'll talk to Noah afterwards. He'll, he'll explain to you how uh, how to understand that Gemara. Sure. Okay. So uh, so so the point is, if there's no year, if there's no recognition, if there's no awesomeness, if there's no recognition that I'm currently listening to Dvar Hashem. So what you're learning is not Torah. And the, and the Ramchal says so explicitly in Der Hashem. It's not Torah. It's, it's just a... It, you're just studying a law book. Right? There's, there's case-based secular law. Right? Common law, I believe, is called Mordechai. Right? So that's all you're doing. You're just learning some common law, my dear friend. Right? Chas v'shalom. Chas v'shalom. So... You knew that was coming, Noah. <laughs> so the 
So right. the, the, it has to be, it has to be with Yira, right? So that's the step number one, is that the moment I learn Torah, it's a process of listening to Hashem. Tefillah is where we talk to Hashem, Talmud Torah is where Hashem talks to us. Yeah? So the Talmud Torah is where I come into a realization that there's a Ratzon Abore, there's a, Hashem has a expressed will in the world, there's a plan, there's a there's someone talking to me. And when there's someone talking to me, then either I'm a schizophrenic, or it means that there's someone above me. There's someone that I'm relating to. And that's, and that's awesome. Okay, so that's step number one in Zahirus. I'll dare Klal, the big vision of Zahirus, is step number one, is you want to learn Torah the way that you acquire Zahirus in a very general way, is learning Torah. That's why Rav Chaim Kanievsky has a lot of Zahirus, because he sits all day and learns Torah. He's the whole day listening to Hashem talk to him. Never stops. V'hu Amar, that's what Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoyer said in the very beginning. Torah may be the day Zahiru. So if you want to work on Zahiru, step number one thing you should do is go back in the Mesut Sharm and learn the first parak again. Right, that's the first parak, is the parak of Torah. Now, obviously that first parak summarizes the Kol Torah Kula. You know, someone says to you, Rechaim, can you ask you to learn Kol Torah Kula again? You're making you see him a Kol Torah Kula again. So Mordechai says back to him, well, yeah, well, I also learned Kol Torah Kula. Because I, I reviewed the first parak of Mesut Sharm. Yeah. So, um, okay, different levels of depth, but Lamaisa, that summary, what he said to Mr. Sharm, that's, that's what the Torah has to say. Obviously, any learning of Torah is supposed to do that, but again, the Tanai is there has to be Torah, and Torah is Yovlos uh, Chachma Torah, right? The, the manifestation in this world of Chachma is Torah, and the only thing that's Chachma is something that has Yerushalayim to it. So the Torah that we learn has to be has to be with Yerushalayim if you want for it to bring you to Zahirus. Otherwise, why should it bring you to Zahirus? You're not even you're not listening to Dvar Hashem, Chasvashol, right? Person is just uh, studying, he's learning a textbook, Chasvashol. But if a person is hearing the Kol Hashem, then that'll bring a person to Zahirus. Amnon. Um, sorry, can I, can I ask a question, Rabbi Shulman? What you're saying, it sounds like just the Yerushalayim Shabbat of Talmud Torah is the Iker. It's not actually learning anything specific. I always read this as if the reason why we learn Torah is to know what the right thing to do is, know what the benchmark is against which we judge our actions. You seem to be saying that, no, it's just, it's just the Yerushalayim Shabbat. No, you're right. It's a, it's a good point you're making. I agree with you. It's not just the Yerushalayim Shabbat. Um, however, im ein chachma ein yira. If you don't have chachma, you do not have yira. It means to say, without the Torah, you cannot hear the Dvar Hashem. How is a person supposed to come to the cognizance, the realization, the direct face-to-face encounter with Hashem, except through learning Torah? Right? Learning Torah is where you hear Hashem talk right into your face. Right? So that is an experience of the divine, and being that we're trying to realign ourselves, so you're right. If 
the point is for me to realign myself and I'm learning the first paragraph of Mesut Sharm, or I'm learning the Der Hashem or some other certain parts, then, then certainly we can say that, listen, these parts, it's teaching me how to live my life. But someone's going to ask me, and I, it's a, I'm very glad that you pointed this out, because it's something that needs to be flushed out. Someone's going to ask me, okay, but what about, we're learning now, we're learning now, Arve Psachim, we're learning about, you know, uh, Yakne, right, or Yakne Haz, or, uh, well, I mean, there, it's not, I don't see that this is directly telling me how to live my life, I... I don't have any days coming up where it's going to be Yom Tov after Shabbos. This year, there's no Yom Tov after Shabbos, let's say, right? So, so how is that going to so how is that going to guide me into how to, you know, how is that going to guide me to the heroes, right? So the answer is going to be yes, but you heard Hashem talk to you, right? And He was telling you about the performance of a, of a certain mitzvah, and since you heard Hashem talk to you about the performance of a certain mitzvah, so then you understand that there's a Hashem who wants you to keep the mitzvahs in a certain way. And that will help you to, in, in your Zahirus. So it means there's two parts, like Rizal Salanter like says, there's two parts to the learning of Torah. There's the process of learning Torah, which the process, it, 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 doesn't, make, it doesn't make a difference what you're learning. Right? That's what, in, you know, in, in the European yeshivas, they would say, yeah, the, right, Barasi Torah, but Barasi Itzahara, Barasi Tavlin, right? Shem, we don't need, we have protection from the Itzahara. We're learning, we're learning Bavakama, we have protection from the Itzahara. Right? We're learning Yivamos, we have protection from the Itzahara. So, of course there is. Because if you hear in the Dvar Hashem telling you about two tsaras not being Zkukus to Yavam, so you're hearing the Dvar Hashem, you're, so you're talking to Hashem, so that itself puts everything in perspective. And then for the rest of the day, you're going to have the hues. It's totally true. But says Rabbi Israel, the, that's one point. That's the point that I was stressing. Because I think most of us are learning things throughout the day that are not necessarily directly no gay to the hues. Yeah? But Rabbi Israel Salanter points out that if, but besides that, there's, besides the process of learning, there's also, there's also the thing that you learn itself. So it means, if you learn the halachas of, I don't know, Hara and the Chafetz Chaim, right? So you're learning Torah, but you're also working on something you need to work on, which is Lashon Hara. Or you're learning Torah, um, you know, you're learning the Das Tvunus, you're learning Torah, but you're also learning about how Hashem runs the world. Hashgacha of Hashem and the world. Right? So those are the two ways the Torah brings to, to the Hughes. He talks about the Hakdam Noach uh, cultivating a sense of embarrassment before Hashem. Cultivating a sense of, of, of I mean, like, like, a, like, a, like it's, it's bitzel. It's, 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 it's like a reduction of our own self-importance, our own, our own ego. It's like feeling, feeling, you know, the, 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 he says the whole purpose of our avoda is the vacus, yeah, is that is connection to to Hashem, is feeling Hashem's presence before us at all times, right? And all that we do is 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 is, is in that end and is to serve that purpose. If we're only learning just to know how to hold the lulav and asrog right, you know, and that's the or that's the tachlis, you know, that's that's the whole 
the, the an, an end unto itself, then we're then we're then then the Ram call I think is, is saying that we're missing the boat. Yeah. Okay, very good. Noah, we're good? Yes, I mean Yeah, okay. Okay. Both hands, not, not one or the other. Amnam, al Prats, that's the general way you, you go about it. But you learn Torah. So, number one, of course, you get more of an idea exactly what Hashem wants you, like Noah is saying. That you actually figure out either whether it be the exact mitzvahs or you figure out, you know, learning Torah. That learning about Yerushalayim. What we're doing right now is learning Torah. You're learning about, learning about, uh, what are the Yud Gimel Midos, like, like Mordechai was saying, etc. That's all learning Torah, sure. But also learning Bava Kama, Bava Basra, because you're hearing the Dvar Hashem resounding through those words, pulsating through those words. That's all, that's with their Klau. Amnam al Prat, however, in a particular fashion, Hamevi Lazehu, Hahizbonunus, Al Homer, Havoda, that's specifically contemplating, introspecting, and the tremendous importance of the divine service, the asher chayev ba, that a person is obligated in Adam, v'omek hadin aleha, how much it is judged, how much it is analyzed, v'yeitze lo ze min ha'iyun, so here you are. These are the two. Noach. Here you are. The, the Mesut Sharm actually says it, right? First, there's Bader Klal. Just learning Torah. You learn Torah. You're listening to the word of Hashem. That itself will put you into a state of, of Zahirus. Right? But then, Beprat, if you want to work on Zahirus, then what you do is you learn the parts of Torah that have specifically to do with Zahirus. And that's what you were talking about, right? Um, we, seem, we seem to have, not, I'm not sure I understand this exactly, we seem, we seem to have made a chilot between learning generally and then learning specifically about things that are relevant. Well, yeah, and even more specific about Zahirus specifically. Yeah, like he's saying right now, learning um, the stories that are written in the Sifre Kodesh, so for example, yeah, so, you, so you go and you learn the Nesiva Din in the Nesiva Solom, right, you learn the you know, uh, tshuva, uh, etc., uh, you know, wh- whatever it may be, this forum that are talking about the Shari tshuva, right? Which bring Hazal after Hazal, Psukim after Psukim, talking about the importance of every one of our actions so that we don't overlook our actions, so that we don't negate them, that we don't um, just dismiss them as being unimportant. That Bederk Prat will help us to work on the hero. So Torah does this Derklal, 
just because you're hearing the voice of Hashem and their prat learning about the specific union of the Hebrews. Yesh behis bonus hazeh hearos hearos badroga. There's different levels of arousal that a person can get um, through this learning. Lishalme hadas vilafhusim mehem ulakol hahemon kulo. For every single person, for the, from the very deep to the very superficial, oh, there's all these gemoras. Um, how you know, Rabbi Akiva, every time you get to this pasuk, you would cry, right? Or, or Rabbi Yudanosi, every time we get to a pasuk, would cry, right? Meaning, because they would say, how much more you know, if, if the, you know, if the, you know, if this is how it is. So you know, what's, uh, how can, you know, what am I going to be with me? You know, whatever it may be, they, they would cry about it. Right, so you and I read the Chazal, we say, oh, hmm. yeah, I guess I should take it more seriously. <laughs> Another potato chip goes in the mouth. Right? Pringles. But, uh, what? Pringles. Pringles, okay. Why, well, that's vegan, it's uh, somehow uh, safer, they don't use animal fats or Just something? Just the, the particular flavor oh, of the Pringles. Oh, got it, okay. Uh-huh. Fine, anyway, so the boy's size, so the point is... Um, Blinader, now I'll, I'll, I'll send out a uh, invitation to everyone for tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. I think Noah had a question. Sorry. Yeah. If I, if I may, Rabbi Shulman, the, I just want to double check and understand. When you say we want to learn Torah generally and then Zahirus specifically, you, you mean things about which we should be Zahir. Right, you don't mean Zahirus specifically. You mean the inyanim of Zahirus, which require a certain objective benchmark called halacha, right? Halacha. Why halacha? Halacha lets us know if they're doing things right or wrong. Right. That's one. Of, one. That's one of the five yeah. aspects which are right or wrong. In every yeah. action, there are five aspects that he brought up in the Hagdama. The actual the last was, one was 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 the halacha. Fair enough, but when you, fair enough, right? But when you, when you've been saying that there are two there are two types of limud Torah, one is the limud Torah stam, and the other one is the more prati learning of zehirus. You, you mean you don't mean like the techniques of zehirus? Correct. You don't mean like you don't mean chapter. Perak Gimel and Perak Dalit and Mesil Tushayim Zehiros. You right. mean things about which we should be zahir. So he says you learn you learn the Maisim in the Sforim Hakadoshim, which talk about you know person making errors or whatever or, or falling into the into uh, traps etc. And 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 the, there are various different things that Chacham have to say about it. Make a limud out of it, right? Learn it up. If, if, if I learn, if I learn a Musr Sefer, Musr Sforum are great. They, they they compile a lot of different things together. Meaning, Musr Sforum uh, are are written by uh, somebody who went through all of. Let's take uh, Nesiva Solom of the Maral, right? That's what he did. He said, "Listen, 
The statements of Chazal are very deep. They're scattered throughout the entirety of Shaz. Um, unless a person is a very big Tamil Chalchem, he can't manage to learn a daf a day to go through all of Shas in seven and a half years. Right? So most of us are never gonna never gonna see all those unbelievable Mamari Chazal. So what he did is he went, he he gathered them together, organized them. He said, If you want to learn about Yerushamayim, so you learn this part, I'll bring you all the Mamari Chazal. If you want to learn about Allah's Hashem, you learn about this part. Right? So yeah, that's that's also that's also very good. Okay, no, we're gonna have to continue this. I have to, I'm gonna have to yeah. jump off. You think about your question and you'll uh, you'll uh, write it down. Email me, okay? Sounds good. Okay, Shkayak uh, Raboisai. Thank you. Okay, buddy. Later's.